everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 518. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. Your life is on you. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Wait, 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 hold up, hold, wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, wait, stop, 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 one second. Ari, where the hell did you come from? Well, you mean the past couple weeks or uh, just now? Just now! I had a, I just got done putting away my laundry and I locked in the I checked to make sure Skype had actually started up because it does that sometimes. And uh, I saw a joint call and I'm like, oh, they're starting already. Oh, shit. I forgot about the fucking time shift. Yeah. Uh, we so, thought. So, we, yeah, I'm a dumbass who can't read a clock. No, we we thought that you you were working OT and forgot to tell us. Uh, not this week. No OT. Well, no OT today. Okay. And I mean, giving the yeah. benefit of the doubt, it is giving the benefit of the doubt. It is really only the second week we've been at this newer and, and greater time. Hopefully, if chat chat once more more of me awake. Um, yeah. I I think they like seeing you with the with with the cute red lips holding um a cup a a, a mug of chai tea. No tea for now, because I have to go to sleep. But we do have some seltzer. And if you're in chat Ooh, here, and too. it's been a long day, y'all. Uh, definitely cheers to chat. And um, it's not blurred for <laughs> not sponsors. That's, that's your chat, camera doing that. And thank that. you for staying mm. hydrated. This is hydrate for chat, because you guys always send us hydrate. <laughs> Salud. <laughs> oh, man. And I have to say, I will talk about during my weekend day, going back to work. I mean hustling down and getting here on time it's just like oh jesus <laughs> anywho i probably already know but how are y'all doing tonight <laughs> uh freaking tired i hear that I'm ready for bed i'm usually asleep by now i'm an old lady now i'm a cryptid i'm not usually awake in these human hours you know, i i'm actually feeling the whole tired bit because like the last few days, I've been like readjusting my body for sleep so I can get up at like six forty-five in the morning for work because the Ugh. new job is like an extra five to ten minutes past where I used to work. So it's like, oh, and I'm dragging ass, you know. So, anywho, uh, we are live tonight, week of October fifth, twenty twenty-one. Um, here on Twitch TV. We're here live every Tuesday from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network. Uh, you can find them at vognetwork.com. And they also stream. You can find them at Twitch TV slash vognetwork. They kick things off on Sundays with the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8, followed by Orange and Radio at 9. <laughs> Oh man, it, 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 I have to say it's been a, it's been a week for all of us, especially me. So, and don't forget we also have a Discord. Hang out with us in our Discord. You can find us all at vognetwork.com/discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel. So come through and hang out and 
have some fun with us. Drop some news and, all, and other cool shiz and all that good stuff. So now that we kind of got all the good stuff out of the way, we can uh, move right along and ask Ari, how was his week and how was his day? Uh, well, you know, the schedule was all out of whack last week for, uh, mm-hmm. for, for work and whatever. But other than that, it's just, you know, nothing really special. Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, I did order a few, uh, you know, a couple of things I had ordered a while ago. It came in the mail, mostly, uh, t-shirts, you know, nice, uh, novelty right. t-shirts. I'll show them off next week. Uh, the, the thing I got to show up today is a much nicer and much mm-hmm. higher quality. It's something I've really been looking forward to, but yeah, other than that, it's just, my life's been a giant blob of meh. Well, it is that time of the year, I assume. Oh, yeah, that's something else. I'm not looking for, like, I was also on the overnight shift this past week. Yeah. And uh, that completely destroyed my sleep schedule. I, I understand that. So, yeah, it was not fun, you know, having, having to uh, go to bed at 7 a.m. I got the, had the CPAP mask on. I had this nice uh, blinders on so I can actually sleep and not mm-hmm. have the sun peer in. Gotcha. I would have plugged in some earphones. I would have had some like, see, like ocean music playing. Be like, this my Headspace it. app actually has uh, sleep casts for Th- that. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, the ones with the water effects are my my special favorites. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Well, um, getting back into the swing of things, I guess. We're kind of keeping busy over on my stream <laughs> with some crafting today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just basically been getting back into cosplay and prepping for next year and realizing with slow building dread that uh, fashion stuff has to happen um, while cosplay is happening. So uh, it's going to be a crazy uh, beginning to next year. But, you know, it's good to be back in the swing of it. Um yeah, and generally just um, getting it together and trying to get more things done. And there's never enough hours in the day, but I have fixed my sleeping schedule. Well, with the exception of Tuesday nights. As as it was said in Azumanga Dayo, Shikari, 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 which means get, get it, it together. together. Get it together. Which is also one of our favorite conventions, which should be coming back sometime in 2022, 2023, hopefully. Um, so my day has been quite entertaining. As you may have heard, you know, at, at early on in the show, or if you follow me on my social medias, I'm finally back at work. I am not with the same company I am with. I am with a new company. It pays more and it's really good. But here's the interesting story behind that. Now, we have two companies here, Company A and Company B. And for like the last two weeks, I have been submitting my my resume, going through Indeed, Monster, Dice, all of them. I have been getting calls from all types of uh, recruiters, emails, and going through all of it. And I land at this one company. So, there, and I get interviewed. They're on a project to switch VPN clients. And I have prior experience with that. So that worked out. It wasn't the job I really wanted. Uh, that would be company B because company B paid more. 
So I said, you know what? I will go with company A for the time being. If company B comes back, I will, I will take that offer and decline the prior one. So, and that's what happened Monday. I, I got the, uh, the order job at company A. So as I'm going through the applicate, like, you know, the forms and all of that, the next day I get a text from an agency for company B, like there's some, something good coming my way. So I'm like, okay, you know, and company B responded like, we want you. So I take that one because it pays more. So, well, I'll throw numbers out there. So please don't hurt me, but it's part of telling the story. So company A is paying 30. Company B is paying 35. So I contact company A and say that company B is paying more. So I will not be taking this offer. I get an email from that agency. They're saying, what can we do to keep you? And I'm just like, are you? Oh, I love doing this. I love playing companies. I'm like, are are you for real? So, and I'm talking to them and they're like, well, what? Give, give us a number. So I say 37. I, at that point, I'm like, there's no way, there's no way they're going to match 37 just because I am well-versed in these VPN clients. What they wanted me to do was keep track of the new, the new software bugs and errors and stuff like that. And then do like a daily presentation about that. I don't do that. I'd rather just fix it, do whatever my normal job is and go about my day. That's it. That's what I'd rather do. So they respond back about sometime later saying we can match 37 at this point. I'm like, there's no way company B is like, we're also extending, we're doubling your contract right off the bat. I'm like, Oh, even better. Okay, fine. I respond back to them and go, you know, this company, company B is responding with 3750. Thank you, but I'm moving along with them. Not even 20 minutes later, I get an email back. 39. Do I hear 40? No, no. And for those of you who wanted to know why is my rates so high, I do tech support. That's been my career for like the last 20 or so years. So... It's understandable for that, but it's like, to me, I just think it's kind of ridiculous because if I'm getting that much, there are other people out there that should be getting just as much as I do for the skills that they do. And another thing that kind of bothered me is the fact that it took me only two and a half weeks to find a job, not going through the whole process of being hired, but just finding a job. There are people out there who are more more or less skilled than I am that are still looking. So I don't know. I consider myself very lucky in the fact that I found a job in two and a half weeks and I really didn't have to dig too much money out of my long-term savings. But, you know, that's all that is said and that's done. So I'm good with that. So I started the job on Monday and it was pretty good. Um, Still doing some training. Um, A lot of people still working from home. So it's it's going to be interesting interesting plus free lunch catered lunch every single day i think and it's because there's not a lot of people in the office so it's like well here is a perk you know if you come into the office to work 
lunch is on us. Hey, I had Thai lemongrass chicken for lunch today, so I'm like that. That's 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 some good eating right there, you know. And yesterday was shawarma, so I was like, wow, man, I can't wait to what tomorrow brings. <laughs> oh man. All right, all right, all right. And I'll get that out the way. Going to some housekeeping. Um, I forgot to mention my apologies. Mako-chan is out. She's not feeling too well. And she will probably explain things on next week's show. So she'll be back. So don't worry. You 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 can't keep a good girl a, a good girl down. So you know. And this bad bitch will never die. Exactly. <laughs> And if she did, I can hear Ichio screaming at her like, is that all you got? I know you have more in the tank like that. I know you got more in the tank. Then again, Ichigo's like everybody's cheerleader. I was going to say, Rama, you could be doing it too. Yeah, but I'm just like, I'd just be kicking the body be like, is that all you got? Now I would just keep poking her in the shoulder she, till she gets up because I know that I know that'll work. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one who would try to you know fire up a teammate with a uh, positivity and uh, stuff like that. You guys will you know get something fired up out of spite. <laughs> and yeah, you know, they both have their uses, but yeah. And before we continue on, see the beer. He says one of my favorite restaurants as a kid was called Company Bees. All right, they must have some good food. Okay, housekeeping. Uh, let's see what we got here. Don't forget, every episode of Anime Jam Session from the beginning of this year is available on YouTube. So head over to youtube.com slash anime jam session and look for the playlist podcast VODs. You can check out all those episodes there too in glorious 1080p. And as glorious it can be. <laughs> and don't forget, uh, we have some videos from PoochieCon up. Uh, check those out, and I think I have some more convention videos I have found that are that are in good condition. So I'm going to try to edit those in between life and so forth, you know. And I'll get that up there. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, don't forget to check out the Vogue Network shop uh, at vognetwork.com/shop. Check out some of the cool gear and threads and mugs and shirts that's on the site. Um, like I said, I will soon get our pro shop up and I'll, and I'll see to it. That there's a couple of things in the, in the Vogue Network pro shop that's available for purchase as well. So stay tuned for that. And don't forget, we have a list of upcoming conventions. Please understand this list of conventions can change at any given time based on local, uh, ordinances and laws in regards to COVID-19 and the availability of our staff and so forth. Um, see october 22nd to the 24th that's in two weeks yeah uh we have aac uh october 29th to the 31st we have DerbyCon. november 12th to the 14th the unconvention anime nyc november 19th to the 21st and zenkai con march 25th to the 22nd 2022 and now that we got that out the way we're going to Get to the party show that I know y'all like to enjoy. Um, check out it's our section called Geek Roundtable. This is where we talk about more of our geekier aspects of our life that we didn't cover in weekend day. So Ari, what you got? Okay, I I've been waiting for this one because well, I had ordered it about a month ago and it was custom made, so it finally came a while ago. This is Elderwood, the same people who made my mm -hmm. little 
my uh, mini dice keychain a while ago. And it is a custom spell book that also doubles as a a dice rolling tray for uh, tabletop gaming. That's pretty cool. You can cut yeah, you can customize pretty much anything however you want. And I went with the uh, white bet the uh, white main body, well it's considered ivory or cream, with the red accents because you know, Boros Legion for life. Mm -hmm. And they actually sell, you know, lots of different, these foam inserts for, uh, depending on what kind of tabletop game you, you like to run. Like, there's one just for miniatures. One that's got, like, little mini versions of this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, this is also, this is, can either be a dry erase board or, or a, uh, it, I just want the solid metal one. So right. that's why it looks like a mirror. But yeah, like I ordered it over a, over a month ago, which is uh, why it took so long. But, you know, I was patient enough for it. And now I just have to find a decent, you know, tabletop gaming, you know, uh, party around me to uh, take this shit out with, you know? Yeah, there's probably a couple of vir virtual ones running around, you know. More than a few, I'd, I think I would assume. I have to get the... Uh, I forget what the name of the program's called, but it's pretty much, uh, it allows you to play, you know, tabletop mm -hmm. card games like Magic, like right at your own home. Isn't it, called, isn't it Tabletop Simulator? Not that. It's, okay. uh, you use your own actual physical cards. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha. Then they will come to me somewhere down the line. We'll just watch. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, that's, uh, that's mine. <laughs> Ichigo, what you got for Geek Roundtable? What, what cool projects are you working on? Uh, <laughs> um, I guess I could talk about what we worked on today on stream. Do um, it, yeah. So we worked on accessories today, and as everybody knows, I am a kawaii fashion person. I do Harajuku-style fashion inspired by a lot of Japanese streetwear. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you'll see me do a lot of accessories and stuff for that because I'm a fashion designer who gotcha. specializes in that style of fashion. Woo! Um, but today we did some Batty Bats because it's spooky times. I'm sorry if that was really close to the camera. I don't know how the focus is on Skype, unfortunately. It, it looks pretty focused uh, to me, though. Yeah, and then um, I also make these, which are uh, reminiscent of Burando, yeah. or like big brand clips. So Baby the Starshine Bright does a star clip in a very similar style, but because I am Strawberry Paper Doll, ergo strawberries mm. <laughs> so that's what we worked on today um and that's kind of what i've been working on this this uh last few weeks oh that's really cool so saturday this past saturday i went to my very first ren fair oh how was it it was fun you want to say something ichigo go right ahead and say it Go ahead. I didn't know you've never been to a Ren Faire. I've fair. never been. I've never been to well, one either, so. Here's the thing. New York is supposed to have a really top tier one. I've, I've worked yeah. in Ren Fairs, and I know how fair folk can get. So that's why I was like, oh, <laughs> that's why I made that face. Well, I have friends who also have who have gone and worked at worked Ren Fairs 
But I guess for me, I never really had an opportunity to go or find people to go with. The thought never really crossed my mind. It was always like, it would be a cool thing to do. And I remember as a kid, um, seeing the commercials for the New York Renaissance Festival on TV. So my friend, uh, Julia, who is uh, uh, one of my favorite cosplayers, near and dear friend of mine, you know, someone special, um... You find she's on Facebook as Sakura Harano Girl for obvious reasons. It but so she decided to have her birthday at the Ren Fair. So I was like, sure, why not? And she went as the princess from the Swan Princess. Um, if you follow my Instagram, Instagram.com slash DJRonMS, there are a few photos from that uh, Ren Faire posted. I got a bunch of pictures, which I will be editing this week and getting them posted on my personal and on my public-facing uh, Facebook. And like I said, I didn't dress up, but would you believe a lot of people were pointing at my awesome Voltron shirt? Nice. Yeah, a lot of people were like, your shirt is awesome. I'm like, I guess someone had to represent the old school. So, you know, that's why I'm wearing it on stream. So I decided if I do, I mean, when I go back to my next Ren fair, I want to do uh, Captain Marvelous from Go Kaiser because he basically dresses like a pirate. So that would fit in. Or I want to do like a medieval style Ranma outfit, you know the tunic and all that. And I guess Ronma would have like, maybe like a little short dagger around his waist or something or a stick, but it'd be like Ronma dressing up as Robin hood. No, nah, I don't see, I don't see Ronma like close to Robin hood, but you know, I, I see where, I see where you're going with that. I see, I can see Akane more like Robin hood, but you know, um, but, um, a lot of the merchandise was lovely. It was amazing. A lot of stuff was basically sold out. So before I left, I said I need to either get a shot glass or a mug because I love those as souvenirs more than anything else. Because number one, I have enough shirts as it is. And number two, shirts can wear out over time. And I have to say, this has had to be one of the most expensive mugs I have ever purchased in my entire life. I don't want to know why it's expensive, but I don't care because it's still a cool mug. So. I imagine the uh, work hours that went into making it. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, nice. I guess it's a wooden lacquered mug. It's not the, the wooden lacquered beer stein that I wanted because... I couldn't remember where that place was, but it says on here, the flogging will continue until morale improves. New York Renaissance <laughs> Fair 2021. Cute. Yes. So. That's a very fun looking cup. Yeah, yeah. The, the Maryland Ren Fair has mugs that are very similar to mm -hmm. that. And I know that Pennsylvania's Ren Fair has been one of my favorites too. So if you ever want like an idea of what Ren Fairs to hit up, um, I can definitely let you know. I can tell I you that right that. now, the Virginia Ren Fair needs some work, and the Maryland Ren Fair is good, but it's I, been kind of stagnant. I do know that the New Jersey Ren Fair fell apart over some drama. That's oh. what that's what Mako was telling me like a few few months ago. Um, Ouch. but Pennsylvania. I hate to see it happen. 
is top tier. Okay. If you need to hit up another one that's local. We, 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 we will see. You know, I wouldn't mind road tripping with a bunch of, uh, bunch of awesome bar wenches to another Ren Fair, you know. And the fun, and you know, I I just had a, a really good time, you know. I, and no, I did not grab one of the giant turkey legs because I just wasn't in the mood for it. But I did get a nice Italian sausage sandwich, and one of the people that came with us got like this ginormous beef brisket sandwich, and I took a bite. And I was like, "Oh, good lord, this is delicious!" It was like, it was like that perfect. I want you to picture. Your left taste bud brisket and your right taste bud um, roast beef. And just imagine it together with a taste of buttery fat. That's how it would taste. I was like, oh my lord. That was worth the price, you know? But yeah. So definitely going next time whenever that will be. So... Maybe I can convince my. Maybe I can convince Julia. Let's let, we can travel to another one. You know, grab the crew together or something like that. You know, we 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 will see. So that's my uh, geek roundtable for all of us. So now we're gonna get into uh, tonight's news. And one thing that we have been reporting on on this podcast here since the beginning of the pandemic: uh, convention updates. And so forth. Uh, this I will let Ichigo get into this, but I just want to drop this real quick because this tidbit of news popped up recently. This is Anime NYC. They basically put out their uh, their rules. Basically, you need to have proof of vaccination and wear masks at all time. There's no, I believe there's, I believe there's no testing beforehand. You, you have that's it. And between you and me, I kind of like that. That means it won't be as many people. It won't be as crowded. And I can walk around and have a good good old time. So, yeah. So, Ichigo, what's going on with, with these upcoming conventions? Um, uh, as far as the upcoming conventions, yes. um, you actually have Ari set for the first Oh, one. I am so sorry. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Okay. Like, oh, okay, I see. No, uh, okay. You know, you know what it was. I put you down first, and I flipped it, and I was like, "Oh wait, no, she's doing that one." So I totally forgot. I my apologies, and I think no, I was, okay. and I think you know, I was on that track of it's just going to be the two of us tonight. So Ari, yeah, I am, yeah, I am so sorry, Ari. I am so sorry. Don't worry about okay. it. Well, um, Ari, if you want to update us on the first one, I'll do the second one. Okay. Uh, originally planned as an in-person event, Figure Expo Wonder Festival 2001 Autumn will be held online on October 9th. The event will showcase around 300 booths, including booth industry leaders and individual creators per tradition. Tickets are currently on sale for 1,000 yen, tax mm. included via the official website. Uh, among the events on offer is a live showing featuring the Yoshimoto Play Model Club. I guess that's how it's pronounced. A group, of, a group of comedians who enjoy plastic models. Smartphone app Figure Store will also host a stall exhibiting not-for-sale figures of characters from the game. Just, you know someone's going to try and break it and get them. <laughs> uh, the original event was scheduled to take place on 2020 at Makuhari Mese in Chiba Prefecture. It's what will mark Wonderfest's return to the venue in over a year following the 2020 cancellations. 
and the 2021 winter events. Uh, Wonderfest will take place online on October 9th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. JST. Tickets are available for 1,000 yen until 4 o'clock on the day of the event. So if you're into figure collecting and showing them off, you know, this will be for you. And 1,000 yen is about $9 thereabouts. Hmm. Sounds good. And um, as far as Tokyo Comic Con 2021 is concerned, they're canceled due to the uh, pandemic, but the events are planned in Osaka, Tokyo for 2022. The organizers for Tokyo Comic Con 2021 event announced on Friday that they have had can they've had to cancel this year's event. Uh, the event was originally scheduled to take place in Makuhari Mese Event Center from December 3rd to 5th. The staff announced that they will hold Tokyo Comic-Con 2022 next year, as well as the first Osaka Comic-Con. Um, Tokyo Comic-Con 2022 is scheduled for November instead of December at the same hall, while Osaka Comic-Con is scheduled for early summer 2022 or later at the Intex Osaka venue. Mm. Last year's Tokyo Comic-Con 2020 event was held online due to the pandemic, and the event began holding a yearly convention in 2016. Sounds good. I guess we're getting a bit of a new normal coming back with, with these conventions, you know. I'm still kind of hesitant, but it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, hopefully uh, AAC will be a nice little test run for us, and we can uh, yeah. determine how the convention will go for the next year, for the rest of the year. Yeah, because uh, PoochieCon does not count. That was just a giant clusterfuck. That's all that was. Hmm. That and I also took my vacation that week, so. Good. And we'll definitely yeah. talk offline for for planning of that. Uh huh. All right, so. Classic anime, the Dirty Pair, is back. Ooh. Right, yeah, right stuff. Anosami Entertainment announced that they have launched a Kickstarter to fund an English dub Blu-ray release of the 1985 anime series. The Kickstarter aims to fund an English dub HD release for the main television anime, but it also offers a Blu-ray release of the entire franchise as a reward for specific pledged tiers. And one of my favorite voice actresses, really awesome lady, uh, Jessica Calvello, is returning as Yuri for the dub. And for those of you who don't know what Dirty Pair is, this is basically the description. In the 22nd century, mankind may be technologically advanced, but there are still some problems that can only be fixed by a couple of women who won't back down from a fight. These are the adventures of Kay and Yuri, two official trouble consultants for the World Welfare Works Association, the WWWA, who use their brains, brawn, and looks to solve any problem. They call themselves the Lovely Angels. But because of their solutions often result in chaos and mass destruction, the rest of the universe have dubbed them the Dirty Pair. For Kay and Yuri, no two missions are ever the same. As the WWWA's top trouble consultants, they take on all sorts of odd jobs, like chasing down treasure in high-tech ruins, fighting off political assassins, and even avenging the death of a plaster statue. Crazy, I know. In the end, one thing's for sure. Anything that stands between these two and victory is sure to be destroyed. 
According to the Kickstarter's page, uh, Right Stuff and Those of Entertainment will use 75% of the funds collected for the dubbing, production expenses, acquiring rights clearances, and so forth. The, the remaining 15% of that will, will be for production for the materials, media, packaging, and the remaining 10% will be for overhead, working capital, fees to run the project, platform, royalty, and staff costs. And if you want to check out this anime, you can check it out on Retro Crush and Crunchyroll right now. The anime adapts Haruka Takachiho's science fiction comedy novel series of the same name with illustrations by Yoshikazu Yasuhiko. The series began in 1979 and the eighth novel in the series, Dirty Pino Daichiyo Yaku, shipped in 2018 as the first novel in 11 years. Aside from the TV anime, the novels have also inspired a film as well as several video projects, manga, and American comics. I believe Adam Warren did um, uh, two Dirty Pair comics for Dark Horse. I think one was called Dirty Pair Fatal But Not Serious, something like that. And the title duel made their first appearance in the 1983 movie Crusher Joe, the movie. Now, I have a... I think this is really cool, but I have a slight issue with this where if you remember the last time we had a couple of anime kickstarters we had one by Funimation for uh, Escaflone and then uh, Animigo had a couple for Bubblegum Crisis and um, Gunsmith Cats two, two kickstarters that I backed now, the Animigo ones, I didn't have a problem with because basically by now, Animigo isn't really around. It's just the CEO of Animigo, Robert J. Woodhead, who is spearheading all of this. So, that I get. Funimation and Nozomi, not so much because they are established companies. It kind of feels like they believe in the product. But they don't want to get burned by the product, you know. They were like, let's put it out there and let's see what the people want. And, you know, and spend the money that way. I get it. It is a safe bet. But I just feel, you know, as an established company, they have the money, you know, to do this without a Kickstarter, you know. Now, I... Now, if you ask me what I back this, Maybe. Because what's going to happen is after this is backed and all goes out, there's going to be enough left over for them to mass produce the series and put it in retail stores. And I'll probably pick it up then. But the fact that the Ultimate Edition, which comes with all of everything, and I believe there is a secondary series called Dirty Pair Flash. And I don't know if that's going to come with a dub or not. I will read up on the Kickstarter on that. But I'm not hating on this. If you want to back this, back it. Do it. Do what you feel is right. They've already cleared their funding goal. Well, there you go. That didn't take long. But that's but that's the point. This went up Friday, and they've already cleared their goals. Personally, there was no need for them to do this Kickstarter because they were going to get the money for it anyway. But hopefully, any excess costs from this Kickstarter will go towards them procuring the rights for another series and bringing it over or redubbing or something like that. That I'm all, I'm all about. So 
and it's kind of interesting too because I just I just spent a hundred and fifty dollars on anime this morning and yesterday. I got a notification <laughs> from Honey about Sailor Stars. Uh, the Blu-ray limited edition, both volumes were like fifty-two bucks, so I bought that. And then, Right Stuff had like their you. No, it was either Right Stuff or Nobles would be entertaining. One of them. They had their usual fire sales. You know how they do. They have these fire sales on anime titles like three or four times a year, and I gave them a hundred dollars because I do want the K-On Ultimate Edition Blu-ray box set for fifty bucks. So I got that. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I also picked up um, High School of the Dead. Um, Angelic Lair, which I already have, but they just put everything on like on one or two Blu-rays, so I'm like, I'll definitely have that because that's one of my favorite shoujo series. So, you know, I mean, that's 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 how I feel. You know, if you want to back it, go ahead, do it. You know, get that going. And I see the beer, he says it may be easier to get funding via Kickstarter than having to sell a two hundred dollar main set only for initial set like Irresponsible Captain Tyler. What about Evangelion? <laughs> Itchigo, thoughts? Hmm? Thoughts? Uh, I think it's cool it's coming back. Alright. I could, I could actually see you cosplaying one to Dirty Pair. I could just see you just breaking shit. Like, well, it's problem solved, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I enjoy that, um, that, that era of animation. Yeah, so, so do Dirty I. Pair is definitely in some of my top tier favorites mm -hmm. as far as animation goes from that time. But I, I Yeah, you gotta I, love I, like you gotta love how, what they thought of the future back in nineteen eighty five. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, eh, it's too real. I can't <laughs> I can't celebrate it right now. But I definitely appreciate that it's coming back. Um, you know, it's just one of those things of marketing on nostalgia is always gonna win. So True. And yes, Cedarberry, everyone's going to buy that. Even at those prices, the Ultimate Edition box sets like $500. 100 copies available. Sold in five minutes. I wanted I the box... I missed the whole thing. <laughs> Look, I wanted the, the Ava box set. The basic one is 50 bucks. that comes with the new Netflix dub. Then the Ultimate Edition, which is like... No, the Collection Edition, which is like $150. You get the Netflix dub and the original dub. And I'm just like, no, I will wait. I will put that money towards something else. So I just feel a lot of these classic titles, no matter what, no matter what price you put on it, somebody's going to buy it. I know somebody that got the Captain Tyler box set. Dude has it on the complete VHS box set and the DVD box set. You know, I'm not, I wouldn't be too surprised if you went out and got the Blu-ray one too, you know? But it, it is what it is. I just feel that, you know, there's no need to like market nostalgia like this. Just put it out there. People are going to buy it. So now and I've never seen the uh, original series except for like uh, bits and pieces here and there, but though not really knowing what it was. Mm -hmm. So this will be great for me. I tell you this, I oh, there's probably I, if I could track down Dominion Tank Police, that, that that's a, on Blu-ray. That's that's a given. Oh yeah, um, I remember that that one. I remember when Showtime used to show that. But um, yeah, don't if you want to check out Dirty Pair, it is on Retro Crush and Crunchyroll. So, and now that we we got that out of the way, um, the author of Pop Team Epic, 
Act created a YouTube channel for his adopted cat. That is precious. Mm -hmm. And he has even named those three cats after Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Wow. If you're a big fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, you might want to check out these action-filled cats. As Pop Team Epic's author Bokba Okawa opens a cat-themed YouTube channel, he adopted three stray cats and obviously named them after Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. If you're in the mood for some light and fluffy news, Pop Team Epic's creator Bokuba Okawa has you covered because the recent manga author has adopted three adorable cats. Named them all after Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and opened a YouTube channel featuring videos of them enjoying their new life in his home. He's also done some art of them, which is included in the article if you want to check it out for yourself. But the cats are aptly named Ta-chan after Terminator 2, Koma-chan after Commando, and Poo-chan after mm. Predator. And in addition to describing their personalities <laughs> and noting possible health concerns that he and his family, the family veterinarian, are addressing... Okawa thanks his viewers for their support and asks them to like the videos and subscribe to his channel. He also notes that he intends to publish more than just cat videos. So. Yeah, but the way the world is, they, they we rather see cat videos than anything else. Yeah, they're a nice palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what else we have here. Um, I think this is something we talked about a while back. Uh, Shuisha had actually filed a, uh, a lawsuit about the trademark pattern of Tanjiro's out, uh, out the pattern on Tanjiro's uh, robes. And looks like, I guess, Shuisha lost the appeal on that, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the saga uh, over trademarks continue with Shuisha's long... Losing their appeal for the trademark, trademarks of Tanjiro, Nezuko, and Zenitsu's iconic patterns after mm -hmm. the Japan Patent Office refused to grant the trademarks due to not finding any, quote, part of its composition to be distinctive enough to be identifiable on its own merits. Shueisha originally applied for the trademarks of six designs from the Demon Slayer series, including the aforementioned Tanjiro, Nezuko, and Zenitsu, as well as Tomioka, Shinobu, and Rengoku. Three Hashira have their trademark designs approved, but the three non Hashira denied. Mm -hmm. Shueisha appealed the decision on July 6, saying the black border and not just squares but rectangles as the sanctions of the, to the, the, the historical decorative use of the designs. And uh, you can see the patterns here in the article itself. Mm -hmm. uh, these claims did not sway the appeals committee, who wrote that a black line can be seen on a trademark at the edge of a square. But the line is difficult to recognize at a glance because there is no outer margin on the border. And reaffirm that there are no distinctive parts that should sort of distinguish a trademark from other products. <clears throat> Originally, designs that had their, trademark, uh, had their trademarks refused because the checkerboard design of Tanjiro's pattern had been used since at least the Edo period. Mm. With the office using <clears throat> Kabuki actor Sanogawa Ichimatsu's 18th century costume as an example of historical usage. Nezuko's pattern closely resembles that of Asanoha, a design that represent, represents hemp leaves on Japanese clothing, which is said to ward off evil, dating back to the Heian period, and commonly used for kimonos of young children. And Zenitsu's pattern, on the other hand, is just triangles and no distinctive traits. Mm. Uh, the, I guess this stuff is, uh, you know, 
beyond my comprehension, you know, because it's like legalese and stuff. But I, I, I presume it's like a like a sports uniform or something like no, that. No, it's more like they're saying basically those patterns are too generic to be oh, okay. uh, yeah, trademarked. Um, yeah, right, there you go, please. Yes. First Wisha. <laughs> Hi, fashion uh, professional here. Yeah, um, you should have taken Wisha, this one. <laughs> it's, they've been used too historically. And so having all these historical annexes for them, especially because there's obvious representation of them in garments like the hemp leaf pattern uh, to ward off evil and even having religious subtext to them in some ways, it's really hard not only to uh, copyright or trademark those style of patterns, but because they have been so widely used and genericized, um, it's really hard for a company to say, even with a coloring, you know, a checkerboard pattern with a green colorway, yes, we own the rights to that now. Um, because it's just too generic. In a way, they would have to go down, copyright the color, copyright the pattern, and do all these other steps before they could even assume of copywriting it. And it is a little, it sucks a little bit, because in this essence, yeah, we, we, we kind of relate them to the character, right? Well, when you are doing things like that, especially when you're dealing with sports uniforms, um, if anybody has been paying attention to fashion content, court cases, all that stuff. There was recently a court case where a sports um, uniform creator actually did end up winning a case for a specific style of design because it mm. was very um, standardized in their way. So they had like stars or something that was very particular to their sports design. And it was very identifiable as something that they made. Um, but unfortunately, in this case, Swaysha is not going to win, even if they do, I think, appeal it because mm -hmm. it is just so historically like related that I think it's just going to be too genericized for them to save it, which kind of sucks because this means that they're not going to be able to profit on a lot of the, um, you know, the stuff they want to mm -hmm. do with it. I I've already seen a lot of independent designers in the States and in Japan producing these designs to sell in the big market and that's another reason i don't think they're going to win their appeal but you know court could prove me wrong sometimes a broken clock is right twice a day <coughs> all right um for this to update like it's supposed to there we go uh another uh topic that we have discussed on this show from time to time since uh for here and there is Shinkelion Z and basically it's a mecha anime about the Shinken uh train you know it's basically a bullet train that transforms into giant robots so there have been several films one film had um I have the Shinken Leon. No, wait, hold on here. Uh, okay, all right, I'm looking at this wrong. My bad. All right, so Mecha Anime Shinkansen Hankei Robo Shinken Leon is all about Japan's cool bullet trains turning into giant robots. But its reputation in anime fandom comes from its increasingly wild crossovers. After the first film showed Godzilla fighting Ava Unit 1 and capped it off with a Snow Miku concert, they decided to go to the Journey to the Stars. Episode 20 of Shinkansen Henkei Robo 
Shinkeleon Z briefly revealed this mysterious girl looking out over at the city as the 1977 classic Sugaru Kakyo Fuyugashiki played. It didn't take long for fans of the series that are watching to discover that this uh, mysterious girl is Maytel, one of Leiji Matsumoto's most iconic characters, and the star, alongside with young traveler Tetsuro Hoshino, of Galaxy Express 999, one of my all-time favorite animes. Given the, the show's train-centric story, there had been speculation for some time that these two shows would eventually cross paths. According to the official Shinkelly on Twitter, not only is there going to be a Galaxy Express 999 collaboration, the character will become a regular part of the cast. That is amazing. It has been a very long time since I have seen um, someone cosplay Maytel. The collab character was officially introduced today as Maytel Tsukino, a fifth grader from Hokkaido and the driver of the Shinkinleon ZH5 Hayabusa. She'll be voiced by Satsuke Yukino, who took over the role of Maytel from original voice actress Masako Ikeda in the 2000 OVA Maytel Legend. But that's basically all that we have on this. Uh, Shinkillian's collab characters have been both alternate universe versions of familiar faces such as Miku. And then you have the actual multiverse visitors such as the cast of Evangelion. But we don't know where Meitel Tsukino will be in this. So there's no indication what the rest of the collab will entail or when Meitel will return to the main anime. Only that she will. Now, so now I hear um, BTO's Twilight playing in my head. You know, no, I don't think was that was a uh, was that BTO Shink was a Shinkelion Z part of Super Robot Wars. Uh I'm not sure because uh, I they ever make another one of those would be a perfect fit. Um, uh, let me take a quick look. Shinkillian Z. Uh, Super Robot Wars. Uh, I, I, I think so. I, 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 I think so. Because I'm looking, I see something on the Super Robot Wars fandom that Shinkillian was there. Yes. Shinkillian was in Super Robot Wars X Omega. So... So we have that. I I wonder if Shinkinleon is on one of the streaming services. Most likely, I'd probably find it um on Crunchyroll. So and no, I'm actually surprised it's not on Crunchyroll. Huh. Huh. Uh, it's picked up on it by another ser by another uh streaming service it looks like here. Or, you know Huh. According to what I'm reading here, the first season was seventy six episodes. Season two was sixteen. Something's not right, but I'll probably Did you let's say six zero or one six? According to this, season one was 76 episodes and season two was 16 episodes. Hmm. 
Yeesh, got scaled back a lot. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at... Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you know? Yeah. That was legit. Shinken Leon, the animation, 76 episodes. A film. And now Shinken Leon Z, which is 22 episodes so far. Wow. I may have to acquire means to uh, watch this. So. Wow. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now we get to our uh, last story of the night. A feel good kind of story. Uh, Ichigo, what's up with the new Japanese prime minister? Well, uh, we've seen that many celebrities, especially those during the Olympics, were sporting their fandom bright and proud. The new Japanese president of Japan, but he's a Japanese president of... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tired. You good, um, you good. The new Japanese prime minister is a Demon Slayer fan, and he promises to boost the income of the anime industry. Fumio Kushida, who recently won the Liberal Democratic Party presidential election, said that he will try his best to boost the income of people who are working in the anime and manga industries. Fumio Kushida is going to be the 100th president of Japan. While speaking to a public conference, he said, I will also work to raise the income of people involved in the Japanese soft power industry, such as manga, anime, and movies. For anyone who doesn't know what soft power is, it's basically the marketing power and the money and capitalism that a country can pull and use as bargaining chips for any sort of political or, or, or that kind of stuff. Um, the next president of Japan is also a big fan of Demon Slayer franchises and read, has read all of the volumes of the Demon Slayer manga. A reporter asked that Demon Slayer film recently broadcast on TV all across Japan. Have you seen it? Kushida said, I haven't watched TV, but I've read through all the volumes of Kimetsu no Yaiba. My favorite character is Akaza. In case you don't know, Akaza is one of the 12 upper moons, and he was the main antagonist of Demon Slayer Mugen Train, the film. Many of Demon Slayer fans were surprised that Prime Minister picked Akaza as his favorite character. One fan saying, I thought Kushida-san would go for Tanjiro as his favorite character, but he surprisingly went for Akaza. Kushida... Mm -hmm seems to understand the manga well. Demon Slayer Season 2 is just around the corner, with the release date for the Mugen Train arc and Entertainment District arc being announced already. Also, Lisa will be returning alongside Amir for the opening and ending theme songs. Mugen Train arc will be releasing on October 10th, while on the Entertainment District arc will be releasing on December 7th. The Demon Slayer Season 2 will be available on Crunchyroll and Funimation. Mm. Yeah, so... It, it looks like this Sunday I'll, I'll finally be sitting down to watch Mugen Train before getting into the se Season 2. Ugh. Ichigo, have you seen um, Demon Slayer yet? Have I seen what? Demon Slayer. Have you Demon seen Demon Slayer? Yeah, I've watched the whole series. I've I've watched everything. So what would I be correctly saying you would make a perfect shinobu? 
Uh, that's what I've been told yes. by quite a few people at this point. Um, at first, I didn't think I was going to like Shinobu, but I really enjoyed her. I keep forgetting her name, though, whenever I talk about her. And I always say, the butterfly lady. You know, yes. the purple one. Because <laughs> you know I what it that, is? People usually get it. You know, it's her personality that... The way she carries herself and her wit and her snark, that that's I I see that from you, you know. I can I can definitely agree. Uh, if I was if I was gonna cosplay any character from mm -hmm. Demon Slayer, it would probably be Shinobu. Yeah. At first I thought you would make a good uh Kenrobi Kenjo whatever her name is, but then I was like, I really can't see you with purple no, pink and green hair like that. I, I can't see it. I can. Oh, the little heart, the heart one. Yeah. I went, <laughs> I, my brain goes like, cause I had a Naruto fandom when I was very, when I was younger. Right. And, and so my, my brain goes, the love Hokage. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, that's not, that doesn't, don't, no, don't mix those fandoms. The streams shouldn't cross. But, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, she's very cute. Kenroji, um, that's her name. I yeah. definitely, mm -hmm. uh, I definitely think that I relate to Shinobu mm -hmm. much more now. I don't think that I would, um, I don't think I would cosplay her. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, was it Kite? What is her name? Can 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 ferociously jo looks up <laughs> characters. <laughs> We're gonna look uh, Mitsuri. Mitsuri yeah. Kanroji. Yeah, I just remember uh, yeah. her last name because it's like a lot of girls are cosplaying her on Instagram, and and I do understand why, but it's just that I just not a fan of the character per se, you know? Yeah. She's not my favorite character and yeah. it's nothing in particular. It's yeah. not like her personality or anything, mm -hmm. but I just, I, I like, uh, I like Shinobu's butterfly aesthetic mm -hmm. and I obviously like purple. Yeah. I do love, uh, Kanroji's like strawberry hair, True. but I just, I don't like the way that they styled her as, as much as I like Shinobu. Right. I, to I totally get that. All right. Now that we're at the part of the show that y'all really stick around for, and we really appreciate that. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan. Okay, let's see. I'll take the last one. Fair enough. Uh, let me take a look at this. Okay, yeah, I can see that. You know, um, I'll take the third one. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to, I'll take the first one. I figured you would be, take the second one and be extra snarky about it. No, I think the third one just sounds really ridiculous. Fair, fair, You're fair. not wrong. Mm-hmm. So, our first story out of Meanwhile in Japan is, a man is arrested for breaking into ex-girlfriend's apartment to steal her Nintendo Switch. Uh, okay, I gotta know what happened here. While some couples are able to stay friends once their relationship runs its course, more often than not, the best course of action is for both parties to make a clean break as possible. After you said your goodbyes, it's important to give your ex the space they need to move on. Which usually means not texting just to say hi, telling them how much you miss them, or breaking into their apartment. That last one proved to be a problem for 34-year-old resident 
of the city of Chitose Hokkaido Prefecture, who has been arrested on charges of sneaking into the apartment of his ex-girlfriend, who lives in Sapporo, and stealing her switch. However, his motivation wasn't a desire to deny his ex the simple joy of playing Smash Bros. with a newly expanded amount of free time since they broke up. The man, who has admittedly who has admitted to the charges, says he stole it because she owes him money. He loaned her a certain sum of cash while they were still dating, which she claims she's yet to repay. She still hasn't paid back the money, so I stole the switch to cover part of it, he told the police, apparently with the intent to sell it on the used market. Even if the grievance is true, though, it's not winning the man much support from Twitter commenters in Japan who've reacted with this. Comments such as, when you make a personal loan to someone, you should be mentally prepared for them to never pay you back. I learned this in elementary school. This guy seems pretty whiny for 34 years old. If his ex is, is in her 30s too, they both sound pretty sketchy. The man was arrested on Saturday, but the break-in and switch theft actually occurred all the way back in June. The wheels of justice sometimes turn surprisingly slow in Japan, and as ostensible thoughtness of investigators may be a factor in the country's extremely high rate of criminal convictions and confessions, in this case, though, it seems that like detectives have cracked the case sooner considering the man was also arrested for breaking into the woman's home back in May. At that time, he stole her wallet and apartment key. Since she didn't change the locks after the incident, investigators are working on the belief that the man made a copy of the key, which he then used to regain entrance to her apartment when he stole the switch. Okay. I don't blame him for what he did. I just think he could have come up with a better way to deal with it. But yeah, I definitely. think we've all been there, whether it's a significant other part, who we've let borrow money and we've never seen it back okay personally if i was in that situation if after multiple attempts of get the money of trying to get the money back if i had access to the place i would have snatched it too been like screw this that's just me i kind of agree with the mm -hmm. article of people saying like if you are giving a personal loan, mm -hmm. that's one reason I always tell you guys, whenever you're doing business dealings, especially monetarily oriented, and it, it, especially if you're involving loved ones or friends, a contract. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how little or how big it is. If you want to see that money back, you want to have a legal leg to stand on, you're going to give it a contract, whether it's verbal whether it's written down or you are going to have the understanding that you're never going to see a penny of that. And if you can't afford to lend that money, honey, don't do it. It's a bad, Thanks. it's a bad vibe coming and it's just not worth your time, your effort or your mental fortitude. It's yeah. I, I made the mistake of lending money to family way back in the past. I have one friend that, that doesn't happen anymore. I covered for a con and he still owes me. And he's like, I'll still pay you. I'm at the point where I'm not going to let it destroy our friendship. I don't care. I have another person, you know, who owes me like 100, I think 175 bucks. I just haven't been a dick about it because I feel the friendship is more important than the money. And I know for a fact I will get the money back. It's just a matter of time. And to be and perfectly that's, right that's now. That's the trade off, too. Yeah. And that's to be, the trade off, yeah. too. And to be perfectly honest. Even since the beginning of the pandemic, 
I haven't I have not been hurting for money at all, so I'm probably one of those who got lucky. So yeah. Alright, what else do we have here? Well, let's move on from mm-hmm. um, uh, the kind of unfortunate news to something that just, you know, it takes you back to the days when the craziest thing to happen was some weird news coming out from another country. Mm. In this case, a Japanese company wants to create tiny socks for your big toe. Your tootsies ever feel a little bit chilly? Especially just the big guy? Well, this Japanese company has it just for you. Finally, a clever solution to a common sock and stocking problem. In Japan, where you might find yourself taking your shoes off multiple times a day, ensuring you have clean, neat socks is a priority. That's why Japanese sock manufacturer Tabio came up with the brilliant idea to create a tiny little sock just for your big toe. Called the Oyayubi Sack, which literally translates to Big Thumb Sack, these little pouches of fabric <sighs> are designed to be worn on the big thumbs of your feet, or Ashi no Oyayubi, Big Toes, as they're known in Japanese. Yubi Sack, also is used to describe rubber thimbles in ja- in Japanese. These tiny socks really do look like thimbles. However, these are beautifully made with tight stitching and ribbed section at the opening, mm. similar to what you've seen on an ankle sock. But why go all... You might ask, why go to all the trouble of making a sock for a single toe? <laughs> Well, the reason is because the nail on the big toe is a lot tougher than the others, and even when it's trimmed, there's a chance that it might catch on the fabric or cause friction at the big toe end of your sock. So the chance of your big toenail catching, and this was their solution. It it works to prevent scrapes and ladders by forming a barrier. It's a tiny product, but a lot of thought has gone into its creation. And not only into the stitching, but the material itself, called Diocell, is said to suppress the growth of germs and have antibacterial and deodorizing properties. Mm. One of the Japanese language reporters, Saya Togashi, tested a pair of the big toe socks and found that they worked a treat, allowing her to slip into each leg of her stockings with ease. The only gripe she had was the lack of color options, as they're only available in black at the moment, which meant her big toe socks were clearly visible through her tights. An odd look that'll attract enough attention when you take your shoes off at a restaurant or place of worship. The color blended better with black stockings, but in the end, she figured the look didn't really matter as she doesn't usually wear stockings with open-toed shoes and she could always use them on days when she doesn't have to take her shoes off in public. Um, The best results, however, is when she pulled a pair of black opaque stockings. Yeah, obviously, that Mm -hmm. they're covered opaque. Um, uh, (laughs) With... While the big toe sock may not be visible to others, it does take a bit of getting used to, as it feels strange to have a sheath of material around your two toes. Saya was happy to report that the toe socks didn't feel as if they were going to slip off at any time, though, 
which helped her forget she was wearing them after a few hours. They're only available in one size, which presumably is big toe size. And although they are separated into for men and for women types, they're priced at about $1.98 or 220 yen for a pack of two. And they're only available online, which you can look for the links on the uh, article that I posted in the chat here at twitch.tv slash anime jam session. Uh, we can't wait to see these catch on and become the next big thing since Five Toed Socks. Um, I, I get the use mm-hmm. and the purpose. I just, I... I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I, quite no, I, 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 I get it, especially the part about you know the fabric ripping. Believe you me, there have been times I have put on socks and I realize I've kind of ripped them because I forgot to clip my toenails. I'm just like, I mm. honestly, because I do mend my husband's socks on a regular basis, I will say that his toe area tends to be the place that is the most well worn. So, like, I see the use for these, but I'm just so surprised that, like, why now? Like, why is this a a, a problem solution that is happening currently? Um, I guess but no I one thought of it until now. Interesting. Probably. Uh, and I think it's a very creative solution to a very common problem. <laughs> it's like those Shark Tank things where you're just, like, Genius. Yeah, <laughs> but yes. So you only mend his socks. I mend his everything. I mend his pants. I mend everything. That's sustainability. Hi, welcome. No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying when it comes to undergarment, just the socks. What else am I supposed to mend? Like if there that, aren't that, holes that... in anything. If there aren't holes in anything. I, I, okay. You're the one that asked the question, all right. Ranma. Okay, all right, so... <laughs> I remember coming in from work one day, years ago, my ex-roommate with his now wife. I walked in and I saw her sitting there sewing up his underwear. Personally, I think, I'm not, I don't want to say that's crossing the line, but personally, I feel, I'm just saying, Ichigo, I'm just saying if we were a couple... And you realize, you know, I'm down to my last few pair of underwear and they're not in the greatest condition. I'd be more appreciative if you ran to Walmart and got a 10 pack instead of sitting there sewing them up. That's just me. Well, I mean, that's also the expectation of capitalism. Like if, if something can take the wear and tear, but you have worn it beyond its recognition then it's just not worth saving. Right. And there's there's clothing that I don't mend, mm-hmm. like um, certain types of T-shirts and stuff. If, if they just look like they're going to get wear and tear, they're going to just be rags, and that's just what they are. But in the case of, like, undergarments and stuff, it really just depends on what it is. Um, with socks and things of that nature, I mend my own socks. I mend my own stuff. And it's just a matter of sustainability. If it's something that, in your case, you feel maybe is gross or maybe have a certain hygienic level that you're displeased with, and that's all personal preference, it's just a matter of what you're comfortable with with fixing and and mending. When it comes to underwear and stuff like that, it, it, it just 
it's really dependent on what it is and what the garments wear and tear is and how gross it is. Yeah, and you're and right. And that's all yeah. personal preference, yeah. so. And you're right. I, I just kind of feel, you know, that same energy that you're using to sew up a holy pair of underwear could be used to get another 10-pack and do something else because I'm just saying, I'm just saying most also, guys... There's a, like, also, saying, I guess it's more like, a, like did, like, did he t tell you to uh, sew them up for him? Or no, 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 no. I do it out of the goodness of my heart because mm -hmm. that's what I do every day. But I, you know, it's just one of those things. It's also monetary. I mean, we are privileged to live in a situation where, I, yeah, I could go out and yeah. buy the thing or whatever. But at the same time, because I know that the thing has good purpose and good usability when I mend it, and that he much prefers me to mend it than to go out and spend money on something that he perceives as not needing. This is my in-between. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is my this is my thing of I don't like to see him in things that I feel serve him. Don't serve him well. So I do it out of what I feel needs to be accomplished. All right. But anyway, this is completely off topic. By the way, Ronma, I'm putting this on you. Of course, but, uh, I'm the yeah, one that brought. I, I like I'm what just saying it, it just. It's the fact someone that is said, really just, bad at turning heels. Boo. <laughs> <sighs> all right, Ari, it's all on you, buddy. Okay, let me uh. <clears throat> A Japanese teen saves an elderly woman's home from fire and credits love of anime for his heroism. Let's see. <clears throat> uh, one 18-year-old's year old love of anime has saved an elderly woman's life in Japan. A little before midnight on August 15, Gakushima City resident Harumasa Kawazu went out for a stroll to his local convenience store in the Kamehomechi neighborhood. Along the way, though he found a much more pressing concern when he noticed a two-story house was on fire. He could see that a fire had broken out in the wood-framed home's front entrance, and he quickly whipped out his phone and called 119, you know, emergency fire services in Japan, but he didn't just sit away or wait for him to arrive. Realizing that the house was in danger, he rang the doorbell, and there was no response. He kept, he started pounding on the door. This got the attention of the occupant, a woman in her 70s who lives by herself, and was just about to go to bed, completely unaware of the danger she was in. Mm. Uh, she was able to put out the fire before anyone was injured or home was destroyed, and in recognition of Kawazu's attendance and bravery, he has been awarded a letter of commendation from Kagoshima City's Central Fire Department. During a presentation ceremony, which was held on Wednesday, he said, I've been watching the anime about fighter fighters, so I was able to stay calm while dealing with the situation. Oh boy! And uh, the cop and the Twitter commenters said things like, uh, "You know, I'm getting old, but I hear about young people saving someone's life or protecting them from scammers. It brings a tear to my eye." Nice of it to show an effect of anime having a positive effect in the world. Wonder what anime watched? It was Fire Force. Of course, calling the fire department when you spot a fire and warning the people in the building aren't exactly high-level concepts that only grasp for watching a full season of firefighting anime. Odds are, as viewing habits kept them particularly conscious about the danger fire can pose and the power people have to save others. So, hey, uh, good for him. Mm -hmm. And there was a Sentai series 
that I actually watched. I never finished it, but I need to track it down so I can finish it. Kyuko Ranger Go Go V? No, no. Uh, Tomika Hero Rescue Fire. Oh. And what was cool was the ending credits showed, like, what what the feudal era firefighters wore and they marched. And, and I thought that was kind of cool. So basically uh, I would say uh, the seventh firefighter house from fire force them, you know, uh-huh. and as Cedar Beery says, witch hunter Robin burn the witch. <sighs> Sorry. All right. Um, I guess that's it. I did put something else down here, but I don't think we really have time per se. So I'll probably save that for next week's show. Um, but I will say this. I think this is something we'll all get a kick out of. Uh, pre-orders are going up on Amazon for the Steelbook edition of Street Fighter, the movie. The animated one? No. Street Fighter. The movie. Oh, the uh, live action one? Yes. Oh, God. How much are they going for? They're asking, if I'm not mistaken, $34.99. Oh, okay. I but, thought it was something, you know, insanely high, highly expensive. No, but I kind of want to buy it for one reason and one reason only. It comes with one bison dollar <laughs> yes <laughs> which is worth five british pounds but that is the exchange rate the bank of england will set once i kidnap their queen it comes with a collectible bison dollar <laughs> i Please would tell me you have a link to that somewhere it's on twitter i will ping it to you i just hope awesome. it has the quote at the on the dollar it says for me it was only tuesday that would make it perfect. <laughs> For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> it's a silly-ass movie with some campy over-the-top shit, but holy fuck, that's a great line. Even though that was originally supposed to be G.I. Joe the movie, but that's a story for another time. I think it's time to wrap wrap it up and get the hell up on out of here. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, if you like the show tonight, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you'll find our weekly podcast. You'll find links to our YouTube page of convention videos, our Facebook page full of convention photos, uh, cosplay interviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, anime reviews, editorials, and other cool stuff at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget... You can check out our podcast or any podcasting app that's available. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pocket Casts, you name it. Just search Anime Jam Session 
all of the episodes have come up, so take a listen and tell us what you think. Because these apps, you can also leave little reviews there too, and that's something we also appreciate. And don't forget to follow us on our socials, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just hit us up at Anime Jam Session. You'll find out when, when we have some new videos up, when we have some cosplay photos going up, articles, when we're going live, all of that cool stuff. And it is the, September may be over, but we're still going at it. So if you like what we do, there are links down below to our Streamlabs, our Ko-Fi. You know, if you want to throw us a few dollars for what we do, we really appreciate that. Or if you just want to drop bits into the chat room, we appreciate that too. To everybody who dropped us bits on tonight's show, thank you so much. We are really appreciative of that. So now we're going around the room. Last words. Ari. Uh, for those of you who went crazy over social media over the sword reveals for Smash Brothers, thank you. I was like, I was hoping that shit would go completely upside down. Mm. We were joking that uh, Sakura was going to put himself in the game and be like, I put, I'm entering the game so I can beat the shit out of all you ungrateful fucks. All I gotta like, say is, as long as it's not Waluigi, that's it. Um, this game's winner is. Why touch me and I got all the money tonight? They cool aside. Sakurai. That means don't ask me for shit in Japanese. <laughs> Last words, Ichigo. I'm gonna go to sleep. Good night, y'all. Perfect. My last words is I just finished Eden Zero. It was the first part. It was so good. So I'm gonna jump back into into a uh, Squid Game. Oh my God, that first episode and watching part of the second episode. Wow. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Hopefully the whole squad will be here. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I need you go. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Sleep tight. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Perfect. We're out of here. See you all next week. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing! Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!